One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's Food for Thought, a podcast on a mission to equip you with all the evidence-based advice that you need to live and breathe a healthy lifestyle. I'm Rhiannon Lambert, a registered nutritionist, best-selling author of Renourish, A Simple Way to Eat Well, and founder of Retrition, London's leading private nutrition clinic. In each episode, I'll be joined by special guests, all of whom can be considered authoritative voices in health, so that together we can learn fact from fiction and empower the healthiest and happiest versions of ourselves with trusted expert advice. We all know the benefits of exercise, yet why at times can it be so hard to commit to it or to see the results that we want? Well, sometimes we need to think about it as our whole approach to exercise in order to be able to reap the benefits of working out and do what is right for our physical and our mental health. This week's Food for Thought sees fitness trainer Steph Williams, also known as Steph Fit, and I discover how we can make exercise work for us and omit the notorious fitness mistakes that can be so easy to trip up on. Hello, Steph. Hello, how are you? Oh, I'm so much better for hearing your voice today. Um, we're talking about home workouts and yeah. I don't, with Zachary, it's very hard for a baby to get anything in, but but I do find that I'm actually really enjoying them. And I think a lot of people out there will want to know, you know, are home workouts actually effective for us? Or do you think we're all going a little bit, I don't know, easier on ourselves maybe? Um, I think I'm the same as you. Like before uh, everything kind of, all this happened, I didn't really like I did home workouts very occasionally um but I found a whole new like love for them and I don't think I mean I don't think I'm going easier I think it's it's hard because the workouts that I do some of them are super intense but I've also definitely um like slowed down a lot as as well and sort of taken the time to actually just like move my body in a nice calm way as well as kind of the high intensity or like the strength training um, but I mean, I definitely don't, I feel from like everyone else as well. I don't think people, I think people are almost enjoying it more, finding like a new love for, for working out. Um, it's definitely taking the pressure off. I think, I mean, for me, it's, it's taken that 
that time pressure of getting out the house, packing your gym bag, getting to a gym or to a class. I mean, I do love that when I'm there, but it just seems a little bit easier, I think. But I guess I'm not, I don't think I'm mixing it up enough. And I think we tend to stick to one or two exercises, don't we? So do you think variety is really key at the moment with working out at home? Um, I mean, it depends what your kind of your your goals are. And I think people do get a little bit um, obsessed with thinking that they have to change their workout every, every, you know, every day or like every week to kind of see a result or feel a type of way. Um, and you definitely don't need to like mix your actual exercises up too much um, because you obviously want to, those exercises that you're doing, you want to you know, perfect them and be able to execute them to the best of your ability. And if you're constantly, you know, changing it, you're never able to fully kind of improve on, on what you're doing and, and get stronger um, in yourself. But I, I do think variety is good in terms of maybe like adding in like a little Pilates or a yoga or something like that. Mm. Um, but I'm the same as you. I, I miss going to like a a, a class and stuff just because of the, the community and like other people in that interaction um yeah it was nice talking of interaction I mean in terms of motivating yourself obviously you are known for having these home workouts and you've got an incredibly successful social media platform where you offer so much free um inspiration Mm. I suppose every single day which is incredible but do you find that it's your partner Alex at home that can help inspire you with that or you know, did you really need someone to motivate you? Or are you pretty much that type of person that can just get up and do it yourself? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on the day. Because, <laughs> you know, there's that thing is everyone's like, Oh, my God, how are you always motivated? And I'm like, I'm definitely not always motivated. I think it's just like forming, um, you know, habits and, and knowing that it's going to make me like feel better. And I think with going live, obviously, on my Instagram a lot, and um within my app, um, I think I have to do it because if I don't do it, then no, no one else is going to be able to do it with me. <laughs> so Pretty I kind big of have incentive. to turn up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then for myself, no, I, I think Alex obviously is, is a huge help. Like he motivates me like so, so much. His like work ethic and everything, it really does. Um, it, he really does motivate me in, in so many different ways. Um, and obviously he's super into his fitness and I definitely think having a partner who has like the same vision and um, values really does help with like your health. I don't know if you find that as well. Oh yeah, I mean, well, to be honest, um, my husband isn't as motivated with the fitness side of things as I would like sometimes, but we do kind of, <laughs> we, we push each other, but it's very easy to get into that chat where we're both like, oh, we're so tired. Let's just, you know, w- watch a film. But I do find having friends, you know, like yourself or seeing people, actually getting down and saying look it's just 10 minutes it's just 20 minutes I do find that's really helpful because if it's not in your atmosphere it's not around you you're not surrounded by it I think it can get very difficult for people and you can get very stuck in a rut um and I think when people don't see results Steph like do you find that doing exercises that people don't enjoy leads to poorer results than people if they love it yeah, I mean, I don't think it's the exercise, the exercise that they may be doing. But if you don't enjoy it, then like you're never going to be consistent with with it. And consistency is where results come. So if you hate what you're doing, you're gonna you're gonna not want to do it, and therefore 
not do it. Whereas if you're enjoying something, you're going to want to do it more and be consistent with it and therefore have have results. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think, I think it's just down to, to how, like if, you, if you're hating something, then like stop. <laughs> you know, it's just not going to be, it's not for you, is it? So um, I think it is important to find something that you enjoy. And like you said, then with a with a friend, I actually FaceTimed a friend the other day because she's struggling with workouts and she really wants to do it, but it's just finding that motivation. And we just did a little FaceTime workout together, um, which was really nice. That's such a good idea. And it's also something a bit more social, I think, when people people are struggling at home. And I guess what what is the balance between what what do you find is the balance between being inspiring? So, you know, showing people workouts online and also being realistic. So are you always conscious when you're making content or when you're filming workouts or you're doing these exercises that they are realistic for your audience to actually do? Yeah, I think it is obviously hard to to strike that balance because you're you're not always sure on who exactly is watching your profile. Mm. Um, which is why I do try and be quite like mindful of putting like beginner workouts out out there. And then if I do do an advanced something, I will state that it, it is advanced, so that like you know you're getting someone who's a beginner not not going to approach that and do that. Um, and I think I'm also like quite mindful of um, what food I put on my stories and stuff like that as well, just because I don't know. It's just like it's one of those things, isn't it? You don't never know who you might like trigger and who's watching your profile. And I'm just always aware because fitness is um, obviously going into like, I, I get a lot of messages from girls kind of really struggling with, um, you know, eating disorders or over-exercising and stuff like that. And um, it's quite hard and I, d I don't want, I would never want to put something out there which would, yeah, would, would trigger someone in, an, in a negative way. Um, but I mean, I hope I've I hope I've struck that that balance with with what I put out there, and I obviously just want to be like motivating. And I think if you like jump onto one of my lives, or you know, you see that I'm I, I'm working hard. I'm not just there posing and being like, hey, I've um, oh, you know, I don't really work <laughs> out, or like, oh, I don't really yeah. care. Blah, blah, blah. Like I I show that like I work hard and um, yeah. stuff, but. I think you've got a really, really good balance there, actually. And um, it's something when when we choose guests anyway that come on Food for Thought, it's so important to have somebody that is genuinely upfront and honest about what they're doing. And you quite rightly said that you don't know who is consuming the content. And there, there is a, I think there's a, a difficult balance to strike between content creators having to be responsible, but also the people consuming the content having to be responsible too. So yeah, there's a kind of two-way relationship going on when anybody uses the internet, but both sides yeah. have to be held accountable. And, and like you said, I think you put out a very realistic image. And do you have people also commenting a lot on body shape or size, especially being online? Because I think that you're one of the perfect advocates for saying, hey, look, muscle's actually cool. It's not, um, <laughs> it's not cool. You know, you embrace your natural shape and you're, you know, you're gorgeous, but you, you say that everybody has a natural shape and they need to embrace that, what they've been given, I suppose. Yeah, I think, you know, I spent so, when I was a lot younger, so long trying to yeah, I guess essentially like change what, what I was or like look to other people and go, oh, like, why am I not like that? And if I could like go back and just shape myself a little bit and say like, 
you don't need to be anything else other than you and just like make the most of what you do have and I, I guess I do get like comments on my shape and I mean like my, my thighs I always get it's so funny though because you know on one on one side on the same day I got a comment saying um you're oh my god ugh, you're like muscular uh, look at your thighs what you know so out of proportion with you Damn. blah 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 and on the same instance I got someone going uh you're so gross and skinny and it's yeah. just like you know what like that person projecting onto you Mm. Um, is probably you know not entirely happy in themselves and that and that projects to you in that comment and you know I just think this whole thing of like commenting on women's bodies mm. um, altogether is just just don't don't you don't have to why are you saying anything at all just you don't have to yeah. comment you can say obviously like oh Brianna like you look ama- amazing or you know like I blah 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 all this kind of stuff it's nice to hear but when you have those like real negative things said about you, I just, just don't, don't do it. <laughs> no, it's- no, it's awful. And I think women are in particular out of the two sexes, we're more objectified. And I think people really yeah. want to discuss women and how they look more so than how you discuss how a man would look. And it's, yeah. it's a really interesting age old thing that seems to still be stuck in society and what's worse is it's often other women I find more so than men commenting on other women or having things to say and some I just think the age-old thing of if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all all. yeah (laughs) I mean I'm right there with you literally and and you know I actually I don't when people comment nasty things very rarely I'll reply because Mm. they just want to spark some more nasty energy and I just think like you know, you've got so many people who comment amazing, lovely things and just keep that comment, you know, reply to those people. And and like you said, then with the, you know, women commenting on mm. on your body type, I know it's such a shame, isn't it? Because a, a thing I get as well is you, like, you're muscular, you look manly. And I'm like, well, no, I'm a woman. So how could I possibly look manly yeah. when I'm a woman? I don't know. It's just, you just get blindsided by, you know, people are obsessed with, with how you know, body types and how you look. And if you look around, I mean, that's one great thing I think about Instagram. I don't know if you find this, but you know, before before social media and everything, I do feel like it was one kind of body type that you always saw. And I think now it's incredible. Yes. You see every body type and you just accept all body types. And it's a really nice space to be in if you if you see it in that way. I couldn't agree more. Growing up for me, I was so self-conscious and like like you, you know, I thought the only the only shape or size that was acceptable was what was in the glossy magazines at the time. Yeah. And, you know, there wasn't anyone like yourself, Steph, who apart from perhaps an Olympic athlete that's running around the track that was remotely kind of that halfway point to being a bit more relatable, you know, because it's either one extreme or the other. And when it comes mm-hmm. to extremes, how do you find, so working from home is one thing, but I think it can also become a trap for many people out there with, well, they feel like they should be doing it every day because they're at home. So how do you know when it's time to take a break? So this is something that I think is just like, it's so hard because you say to people, you just got to listen to your body. And that is such an airy-fairy listen to your body and like my body isn't talking to me like what do you mean like am I tired does that mean I need to like do a workout and will I feel better afterwards um so like you know sometimes I might go okay oh do you know what? I think I need to 
like clear my head or whatever and then I'll, I'll start go for a jog and then you know recently I just literally went for a run stop turn around and I was like I do not need a run right now I need to wash my hair and have a shower like yeah that is you know how I knew I was like I'm tired because I'm tired um and also something I've been doing recently is writing down um, a few things on how I feel like prior to my workout and then mm. how I'm feeling it's it's so good actually and and how I feel after and if I'm the things I'm writing down after my workout like the other day I wrote I was it was like tired I was still anxious like I felt like sad after my workout still and I was like woman you need a rest so like I had my rest and I think mm. that's a really good way of seeing that I actually needed to rest and also it's good to like move at somewhat every day, but I'm a massive advocate for like going on like nice walks. Oh, com- completely. I, listening to you say about journaling actually and writing down before and after, I'd never even thought to connect that to doing a workout at home. But in fact, I find a lot of people with our, with our brains and how we work, and we had a neurologist on one of the episodes, Dr. Tara Swart, and she was discussing the way that we identify and look into ourselves. And sometimes if we don't write things down, we internalize things so much that we're not even conscious of what we're actually feeling. Like you said, you don't notice it until you make the conscious effort to take it out of your head and pop it on a piece of paper and then you can reflect on it and look back on it. And I think that's such a good tip for our listeners just to think, how am I feeling right now? Actually write it down and then you need to take a break because sometimes as well, I being self-conscious is another thing and Mm. I think for a lot of people that may be listening thinking okay I really want to get into this now you know we've been 2020 and 2021 have been a long period of lockdown or perhaps you're listening back to this episode in the future and we're out of lockdown but you know Mm. that you want to try and get into home workouts how do you get away from that fear of anything new when it comes to exercise you know like oh I hate lunges so I've never done them but I know I need to start something new and I need to do it that type of feeling um god I've been going into something new I think I think with home workouts it takes away the self-conscious aspect because I mean even now for me when we were allowed to go back into the gym I you know which people probably wouldn't expect from me I go into the gym and I think oh god like there's so many people here like no not you you yeah I mean it's you know it's like you think, okay, we're gonna gonna do your little move, and I think it's one thing to when you're in the gym to kind of think, you know, at the end of the day, everyone's in there for themselves, so you know, no one's looking at you or really caring what you're doing. Um, yeah. But I do think that's when home workouts are really nice because it's just you. You can be wear what you want to wear, you know, like just totally be by yourself and try something new with not having the judgment of of anyone else, and just kind of go into it with with no expectations because. There, there is no judgment and you know if you can just do a half a lunge and then the next day okay right we're going to try again go for that full lunge and it's just something you know I think that's when uh, goals are really important is because like to do them like this rather than have like aesthetic goals for example have a goal like hey like today I'm gonna try and do my two two lunges and then it's something that is realistic and you know that you can build upon and then when yeah. you maybe get to those like 10 lunges you know, it feels really good and you feel like motivated. Um, but yeah, trying something new at home. Oh, yeah, I just think it's it's probably, yeah, you're probably easier on yourself. Um, yeah, 
I, I completely agree. I, I find that um, sometimes as well, if I, this is going to sound really superficial, but I want it to be helpful to people. But I think if you, okay, you get up in the morning, you shower, you start the day. I always feel better if I do something like I'm actually looking after myself. But even what I wear, can, it sounds so silly stuff, but what I wear can make a difference for me. I mean, when I put on an actual pair of workout leggings rather than trying to do something in my um, work trousers or something very quickly, do you find that actually kind of showing up with almost what you look like, but not for someone else, for yourself, can make a difference? Oh, 100%. Yeah, definitely. I think in terms of every day and things as well, like today, I know you can't see me, but I've like actually like made an, an effort and because I know oh. that like, it's going to make me feel like confident and like just good and like ready for the day kind of thing. And I think, you know, having a shower first thing in the morning, like looking after yourself, like you say, um, and yeah, putting on like the other day, I, you know, I did my makeup, I put on proper like little suit trousers, like no one saw me, but it just made my working day. Not that I've ever even really worked in an office. I don't know why I was going the the suit trousers, but um, it's, it definitely, (laughs) literally I was like, Alex is like, oh my God, she's really losing it in this lockdown. Um, No, it's great. But I do think it is. And I think in, in, terms of workouts as well what you wear during a workout um so I just did a collection with um humor and I wanted the, oh, look the clothes great. oh thank you um yeah it was that was really fun I love I love fashion and, and everything like that so to to combine the the two was was amazing but with with what I wanted to design I wanted to feel like you could you know put something on feel like super sexy and like boom I'm ready for this today like you know, because I do feel like a new outfit is, you know, makes you feel a type of way. And then at the same instant, sometimes I'm like massive baggy shorts, big T-shirt. I'm just here to focus on my movement, like, and that's mm. what I feel. So I do yeah. feel like, yeah, clothes definitely um, help. They do. For sure. They do. And like you said, um, another thing I quite like about the, the way you um, put yourself forward is that you do show that you wear those baggy clothes sometimes and other days that you really need to make an effort to feel good. And let's also talk a little bit about my area, which is the food. I mean, yes, it is so important, isn't it, to, to eat well in order to feel good. But do you worry personally about pre and post workout fuel so much? Or is it pretty much you do you do what you can do every day? Um, yeah, I just, in terms of like nutrition and, and stuff, I think people get so obsessed with thinking you have to have, yeah. you know, oh, it has to be it's an hour before, it has, or it has to be, you know, exactly, you have to get in all these things straight after your workout, before your workout. And for me, I just want, I just try and like, you know, I've been working out a while now and I, I think I'm pretty in tune with my body and um, in terms of nutrition, I just try and eat pretty well balanced and um don't try and overthink it or because I think when you try and really overthink and obsess about food it just goes Mm. down a a bad road um Mm. so yeah no and you know I can almost sense as well and one thing I I fully respect is that you you're very aware of your influence in terms of what you say and what you do and you know saying what you eat and it's a very personal bespoke thing nutrition and that's part of the problem with the online world sometimes is that it is 
it's not possible to be able to tell every single person out there what is going to work for them in terms of nutrition every single day. But even hearing you say you're relaxed about it must be so refreshing to so many people because I'm sure they thought you were going to say that perhaps you're on a calorie plan and you're, I don't know, perfectly eating (sighs) your carbs and protein at every single meal of the day. Absolutely not. Um, No, obviously, like, you know, nutritious and wholesome food is is going to be good for you and it makes makes me feel good um but no I'm I'm not I'm not like that at all I don't think you need to be I I think yeah like I said it just gets obsessive and I've definitely been been there like Mm. years and years ago um and it didn't really do anything for me other than make me miserable yeah (laughs) no it's it's, it's mental health isn't it a hundred percent when it comes to nutrition I think in the fitness world there's there's the first thing that people need to understand is sports nutrition is very, um, it's a numbers game. It's very calculated. It's not the same as public health nutrition. So eating for your mind and your body and your happiness and, you know, everyday prevention from getting sick or getting ill. So they're two very different separate areas. And for most of us working out at home, we don't need to be that calculated. And of course, if you have an aesthetic goal, that's a very different area. You may need to look more closely at nutrition. But I guess in, in terms of your results with the exercise that you do, do you find that because you have your app and you, you've got a huge community online, do you find that speaking and sharing different ideas such as recipes as well and and being consciously showing up every day online is also a very good motivator for people that perhaps struggling with you know, even what to eat or how to work out some days. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, I mean, I I really hope so, um, because... That's, that's kind of what I'd, I'd love for people to say they can take away. But mm. in terms of the, obviously the nutrition we have on the app, I'm, you know, one thing I wanted to have on there, which was so important for me was um, as you go in, you can say, do you want to see your calories or not? And mm. you can turn it off and then you're just, the meals are just there for you as meals or as inspo 
um, for recipes. Um, but also at the same time, if you do want to see that and you know have the nutrition guide laid out for you for your goals, um, you you can have that. I think it's hard because people always, you know, the one thing I get asked literally every single day, so many times. <laughs> What do you eat in a day? What do you can you do? I and what knew do you eat it. in a day? Yeah. Honestly. And I've I, I did one once where I very, very, very first started and because everyone else was doing it and I did it. I didn't mm. feel comfortable doing it. And I never did it again because I just it doesn't what I'm having is absolutely no relevance to to anyone else and their body because I don't know what you're you know, how much you're you're moving that day. I don't know your height, your weight, anything like this. Um so for me to say you know, and some people, which worries me, will go, that's what she's eating. That's what I must take as I should eat, you know? Yeah, because um, I want to look like you or perform like you. So they assume that, mm. that that's, you know, that is that is what you have to do. So I, I never do that. But I obviously do share meals and things like that. But there's no, it's not, you know, rocket science. And the meals that I'm sharing, it's just kind of well-balanced, nice meals. And, you know, and then also the, the food for the soul. Yeah, food, I love that too. stuff. Yeah, food for the soul because we all love a good indulgence every now and again. And yes. I love that you just brought that up because I think what I eat in a day is, can be particularly dangerous. Um, but again, there's just a lack of understanding around it. And like you said, people see people doing it. It seems like the popular thing to do. Mm-hmm. So you don't, I guess people don't really, they aren't, they aren't aware of the harm that the potential um, harm it could cause. But we have lots of questions from our listeners for you, Steph, today. So... Ooh. Here we go. To put you on the spot a little bit, but um, lovely Amber has said, if I start working out twice a day, will my fitness levels double? Oh, no. (laughs) I think what will probably happen, honestly, that makes me sad, that question, because I would never want anyone to think that they have to, like, work out twice a day, because I just think that is total punishment on your body. Yeah. Um, So, no, you'll probably... Maybe if you mentally, if you're that motivated to do it, you might be able to do it for a few days and then you'll totally burn out and do no workouts at all. I think that's really what would happen there, um, to be honest. Okay, no, we love the honesty. That's good advice, Steph. Um, (laughs) Right, Toby has said, do I need to increase my water intake if I'm exercising that day? Yes. Yes. Stay hydrated always. I mean, you should be hydrated anyway. Um, I would say like two and a half liters, three. But again, it depends on his weight um, mm. and what kind of exercise he's done and all things like that. But I think just always stay hydrated. Oh, yeah, completely. I mean, the government say the minimum is 1.5 liters and that is the minimum. So I think anything above that, go for it. Is, sounds yeah. really good. Um, Carmen has said, my body is so stiff after workouts. Um, Mm -hmm. Will exercises make much of a difference? I don't know what she means there. Maybe should I recover or what type of exercise? Um, Obviously, recovery is really important. Again, um, drinking lots of water, making sure you're getting enough protein um, and sleep. Make sure you're getting Mm. a nice eight hours of sleep. Super important. Rhiannon, you're thinking now to yourself, (laughs) yes, that would be really nice, wouldn't it? Zachary, you know, <laughs> all you those know, eight hours. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up sleep, though, because, you no, know, no, it is true. It's the correct advice. It is so, so true. Sleep makes the world go round, everyone. It really, it does. really does. Um, it does. Gosh, I mean, <laughs> thankfully, he's nine months old at the time we're recording this, and he is sleeping through a lot more than he was before. Yeah. But, 
you're still knackered. It's like a deficit of months and months <laughs> oh. of no sleep. <laughs> um, anyway, um, great advice there. It's a lifestyle on a whole, of course, makes a difference. Georgina. Um, oh, no, not Georgina. Sorry, Georgina. It's Georgiana. I read your name wrong. Oh, That's, lovely I know. Name. I know. Maybe Georgia. you can add that if you ever have a girl one day to girl names. Yeah. Georgiana, <laughs> when I go running or I do hit so high intensity training, um, I get yeah. some stomach pain. What is causing this? Oh, I mean, that's something that I would, to be honest with you, if it's like reoccurring, go see your GP. Yeah. Um, you could also be, it might be, depends if you're eating like right before your workout um, and you're going running, it could be that. I mean, I've had terrible stomach pains and that was because I I had PCOS and endometriosis so I mean I would always advise if it's anything um, niggling like that always always ask for doctor's opinions and, and get that sorted as quick as you can. Yeah completely agree that doesn't doesn't sound good Georgiana so 100% no. get that checked out um, and the last question is from Laura and Laura's asking um, my motivation to work out at home now is non-existent how can I get my mojo back to get started again? So I think go and write down what you loved when you first started doing that workout and, and the first kind of, when you first found that motivation, write down all the things that you really enjoyed and then you can go back to them and think, okay, so that's what I enjoyed. So that's probably something that I should, I should start with because I'm gonna be consistent. Also like what I said the other day, I think, you know, try and get a friend involved. And you know, follow a follow a plan potentially because then you actually have to be, you know, turn up, be accountable for it. Um, and you know, when you when you actually turn up to your workout, you know exactly what you've you've got to do. Um, you know, you don't have to think, just follow. And then I think hopefully that will get your mojo back. Um, yeah. Good yeah. tips there. So, you can do it, Laura. You can do you it. Can do um, it. <laughs> you've got this. <laughs> right, Steph, we're now going to move on to one of the best parts about the Food for Thought podcast, and that is our fact or fiction round. Are you ready? Oh, I am ready. As I'll ever be. Why is like, oh. I know, okay. on the spot. Okay, don't worry, there's no pressure. If you could answer fact or fiction, that's a lie, there yes. is pressure, but it's not like a big one. Um, <laughs> um, fact or fiction to the following yeah. questions. Here we go. Vague goals won't let you reach your targets. I mean, fact. Great. Um, you need to be a cat. That's good. That's good. We answer question one. Okay. I know, one. literally, I was like, the, the pause on that as well. I was like, is this a trick question? Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm so, in like, my math exam all over again. I was like, oh no, oh no. Oh, Sorry, don't take on. me, carry don't on. take me back there. Um, <laughs> you need to be accountable for your actions if you want to see results. True. Protein shakes and powders will make you fitter and stronger faster. False. Don't believe everything you see on social media. True. You've only had a good workout if you felt the burn. False. Yes, that's good to know. You yeah. need to fuel. <laughs> <laughs> you need to fuel and exercising differently if you're on your period. Oh, I mean, true and false. I'd say mainly more true though, because I think 
yeah, you definitely on your period. I mean, I don't know about you. Some people don't get any pains or anything like that on, on their periods, um, and they feel absolutely fine to to carry on as they are. So I think it's kind of also very dependent on the person. Um, I would definitely say, like for me, I like to kind of do a lot more like slow, mm. like more like pilates or just like a stretch a really lovely stretch because i still want to you still want to move and like walk and things like that but really doing high intensity when you're already maybe like in pain or like super tired is probably not going to help oh, i'm so with you on that I, i'm very envious of those people that don't feel any pain around the time of their periods yes. um yeah. warm-ups aren't necessary oh. lack of time is no reason for not exercising Oh, that's a hard. One. <laughs> it is a hard one because it's it's so tough. Like you know, if if you're, it depends how you prioritize your time. If you you know, if for you you think that that Netflix series, it depends also like what line of job you're in. I feel like NHS workers right now, but like oh. at the same time, I know that a workout really does help boost your mood, even if it's a ten ten or twenty minutes, and that little bit of movement. Um, yeah, could really help. It's a hard one. I know. That's how I've been looking at it, being time poor, is that I just need to do 10 minutes to feel a bit better with my mood. So, yeah, that is exactly. a hard one. You're right. Um, right, next two questions. Keeping your phone on you while you're working out won't affect your performance. Depends what you're doing on your phone. Oh, <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> so if you've just got your phone there and you're not, like, when I used to gym, oh, good times <laughs> um I put my phone on airplane mode so then that time me and my music it's just like I'm doing something for myself but if you are gonna have your phone and you're gonna get calls or you're gonna be scrolling then you, you've got to get rid of the phone yeah no definitely sounds good and overthinking things will hold you back true Probably. There we go. You did it. That was the fact or fiction <laughs> round. Oh, okay. That was good. That was good. You was know fine. your it's, stuff. Uh, it was hard. Some of them, are, it's difficult, isn't it? Because you've got so many, it's dependent on the person and stuff like that. But um, yeah, hopefully that was good. I enjoyed no, that. No, honestly. Yeah, see, there's so many nuances. You don't, there's no right or wrong for so many things. And that that's why we have the fact or fiction round, because it just goes to show how difficult it is to say yes or no to to questions in life, really. But unfortunately, that nearly wraps up this episode today. But we do always finish with a food for thought. I know I'm quite sad about it today as well. This is definitely the highlight of my day today, Steph. I think to wrap up for me, I would say that the benefits of exercising are really indisputable. And one thing I know from even that fact or fiction around question that we just had about being time poor is that my mental health, and I'm sure lots of you out there listening, it really helps to lift your mood and just being realistic with yourself. I know that sometimes I only have five or 10 minutes, but in that time, if I just did star jumps for five minutes or anything I can possibly do, maybe not yeah. star jumps actually, because my pelvic floor can't take that, but um, anything even that I mine can- and that's even before a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, pick workouts that are reliable for you, definitely. <laughs> It, it, but it can make such a difference. And I loved what Steph said earlier that home workouts are a good time to start because there's no one around you. There's no subliminal pressures. 
So I guess if you could leave us all with your take-home message today, what would that yes. be? Yes. So I think um, going off everything we've just said as well today, I think it's really important to move the focus away from you know what we look like and focus on how the, the workouts are, are making us feel because that we've just mentioned, we've spoken about mental health. It's so apparent that you know working out, moving our bodies has such a positive impact on our mood. Um, and I think you know what I said earlier about the, you know, writing down three things mm. before you work out and, and three things after you work out. I think that would be something really nice. I'd love for people to try just because it is such a nice way to reflect on um, on your workouts. And, and yeah, you're just able to hold yourself accountable and see the, the positive change it does have on your mood. Um, and also with that, if you're doing a workout that you enjoy and it's making you feel good. You're gonna, you know, feel feel more consistent with it, and and you're gonna therefore feel good and feel better within yourself. Um, and hopefully that will make you feel way more motivated. Um, oh, that was yeah. that was great, and, and I, I think that's so wonderful. Honestly, I'm going to be doing that. I'm writing down now and taking more effort to note my thoughts. Steph, thank you so much for being such a fabulous guest today. Where can oh, everybody thank go? You so much. No, it's been great. And I know that you're online a lot, but where can people go to find out more about you? Um, so I've got my uh, app page um, at WeGlow um, and then Steph underscore fit. But that might not be much longer. That is that Ooh. there might be a little change coming there. So um, I'm just going to say WeGlow for now. Okay, I like that. We've got in, inside scoop on the podcast, Steph. Thank you yeah. so much for coming on Food for Thought. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, you'll absolutely love what's coming next week. So make sure that you click subscribe to be the first to hear it. And if you have the time to, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review so that we can reach higher highs in the charts and hopefully that will help us reach more and more people. For more information about my nutrition clinic, the books, healthy recipes and so much more, please do visit retrition.com and you can follow me on social media at Retrition on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. 